Hello, Guitar Smarts listeners. This is an important announcement. Please don't skip ahead. We start this podcast with a special message. Way back in 2021, Guitar Smarts had the pleasure of interviewing the utterly fantastic Matt Long. Matt is a multiple award-winning British blues guitarist and lead singer of the British blues band Catfish and hard rock outfit The Revenant Ones. He joined us for episode number 20 and was a truly gracious guest who spoke about his career, his childhood, guitars and meetings his hero, Joe Bonamassa. Well, Matt needs your help. Through 2023, Matt has been undergoing treatment for bowel cancer, and his recent prognosis has meant that to extend his life and retain a chance of survival, he needs to seek private treatment outside of the NHS. Matt's family have set up a GoFundMe page that is linked in the Guitar Smarts link tree in the description of this podcast. And we at the Guitar Smarts podcast would like to invite each and every listener to consider donating towards this fund that could well save the life of one of the brightest guitar talents of our generation. Now is the time, folks. Head on over to the link in the description to find the GoFundMe page. Donate what you can. Your donation could save a life. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Who do I know that sells three grand guitars? And I was like, that's, well, we're now talking Gibson or PRS. And so I just, and, and I thought, well, our mantra is all you really need for gigging is a strat with a humbucker. Okay. So, so you bought a Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. Welcome to another Guitar Smarts podcast. Hope you're all well. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, now, this week, Kieran and I have set ourselves another one of our hypothetical budget challenges where we say we've got a certain amount of money, which we haven't really got, and, uh, and we try and figure out how best to spend that money in a particular way. And this week, we've decided it's the £5,000 Guitar Rig Challenge. Um, so if you're listening in another country, then maybe just go and do some calculations. Over in the US, that's probably about $7,000, something like that, maybe six and a half thousand dollars um who knows what it is elsewhere but anyway um the five thousand pounds guitar rig challenge and uh the the idea is to see what we would do or to to kind of get into the headspace of somebody who may be um looking to spend a lot of money on a complete guitar rig so that might be somebody who's just had an insurance claim for all the guitar gear that's been stolen or it could be somebody who's maybe starting out as a professional musician after going to college and they want to take out a business loan and and buy themselves a whole lot of professional gear to get them going on their journey as a professional music something like that that's the that's the kind of the idea that we're, we're going with this week um if you want to support the podcast remember you can do that on buymeacoffee.com forward slash guitar smarts that's where you can give us a contribution if you want to the cost of running the show um but the best thing you can do if you want to support the show is to leave us a rating or a review uh for our podcast either on spotify or itunes that really helps us get it into the ears of more guitarists and musician listeners just like yourself um, so I'm really grateful if you could go and do that it's not difficult to do because I've left links in the podcast description and the show notes to help you get to the webpage that you need to go to to leave us a review but thank you in advance for doing that anyway onwards with the show let's get to it how you doing mate you well yeah, really good mate yeah Fantastic. really good looking forward to today um Oh, this one's really testing me again. <laughs> that's that's why I'm late. That is why I'm, I'm late. Oh, hey. really? Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry I'm late turning no, in my okay. homework. Uh, but yeah, I thought I'd left myself enough time. I thought, Brilliant. yeah, this is easy. This is really difficult. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I found it easy. 
Did you? I found it easy. I don't know why, because you know what? The last time we did a, a challenge where we kind of set ourselves a budget, you know, for a yeah. hypothetical spend, I yeah. did find it hard. When Joe Wendy did that, right. was it the £800 pub yeah. thing? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. um, and this week we're doing £5,000, right? So, you know, yeah. $6,000, $7,000 kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. rig. Um, but anyway, let, before we get on to that, how's things, Kieran? How's your, how's yeah. your week been? It's been good? Good, mate. Yeah, work has been busy, yeah. but um, but all good. Um, and uh, I've got some family holidays coming up, uh, nice. which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, we've got some holidays coming up in June where we're going to venture out of the country and uh, we're going to go to France uh, for a bit and we're going to go to Turkey as well. So, uh, yeah, I've got a couple Fantastic. of holidays lined up. So, yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, and life is good. Gigging, gigging is fun. Had some, had some good gigs. Uh, set up some guitars this week. Yeah. Uh, set up an acoustic to get that playing nicely. Faith, Faith acoustic. R- okay. good guitars, man. They're beautiful guitars. Really? They're really. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, heard good, I've, I've heard great yeah. things about them, but like, they're, they're not an expensive range of guitars, right? No. No, above their weight. Exactly, exactly yeah. my my view. Really yeah. nicely finished, really nicely made. Quality components. Yeah, great, great electrics and the electroacoustics, which has got some really premium specs. And yeah, that that set up really beautifully. And I was like, yeah, these these are really good guitars. What kind of um, wood choices do they have? Are they, are they, is it quite a standard range of you know, yeah, like spruce I mean, the, and yeah? This one was like a, a nice spruce top yeah. with a nice bit of binding and 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 what looks like to be some sort of mahogany or, or derivative kind of right. dark dark back so pretty pretty standard stuff nothing particularly exotic but it's just got some nice inlay work and um yeah the uh, I, I don't, the electronics in this one i thought was were really lovely just the, the whole preamp section just the obviously it had your kind of volume and tone shaping controls and stuff but it's it's got some nice little phase switches in there it's got some um so, some ways where you can eq and, and adjust the levels of the individual strings or most uh, oh wow which, which is really God. which is really a, a cool little feature that is yeah. very cool because i guess you can get quite deep down into really getting that acoustic system yeah. fine-tuned for your playing or for the sound yeah. you want to have that's cool i didn't think yeah. i didn't realize you could do that no it's that's really cool intense. and then it's got an onboard tuner on the on yeah. the preamp piece as well so which is you know a lot of guitars doing nowadays but yeah anyway that, that was nice and then uh a uh, friend of the show, who I'm sure we'll have back on again, he, yeah. uh, Mr. Damien Lodrick, has been out purchasing yet another Luca. Oh, no. <laughs> Seriously? Another? Yeah. Demo. Yeah, they're multiplying. They're leave multiplying. Some, leave some for the rest of us, will you? <laughs> leave some Luca for the rest of us. guitars and Luca, sir. That's It's getting to that stage. So, uh, so yeah, so I've set that one up for him today. I'm just waiting for, for a part to arrive on it. Yeah. Um, which uh, hopefully uh, will arrive today, and then and then I can pop that bit in, and then the, and it's done. But it's playing. Oh man, it's fast. Yeah, it yeah, might be the fastest guitar I've ever played. Really? To, to the point where I'm like, this is it's too it's too fast for me. Is it really slinky? Like, you know, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's almost like I can't. I'm not a good enough player to play it as fast as this guitar will allow wow. me to play. Um, wow. he'll love it he'll love it he'll be, all, he'll, be, he'll, be <laughs> he'll be happy with it and then I'm off gigging tonight 
so the, tonight's going to be a fun one. Oh, yeah. Are you going to are you going to use something different tonight? Because last week, remember, we spoke about you thinking, ah, oh, maybe you want to try Les Paul for this gig. But you're gonna, I'm you going gonna? to. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with my standing rig, but I'm going to. I am going to use the Les Paul for my next uh, gig with my band. Right. Okay. Which, which I said I would do in June. Yeah. I'm I'm depping for for Damien's band tonight. Excellent. And, okay. uh, so we're going on a. It's a bit. This is a bit of a jolly. This one, mate. For me. For me. Not for him. It's work. <laughs> For him, he's a he's a professional. Uh, but for me, it's the pleasure of just being able to sit in with what is like mm. a what is it six or seven piece band tonight? Yeah, wow. Um, as opposed to being the only That's guitarist great. in my band, it's like yeah. there's there's brass, there's keys, there's yeah. Damo on guitar yeah. already, which and so I can just slot in. Yeah, uh, you can just turn your volume all the way down for the gig. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> Do you know what I might have to because it's uh, it's an overnight stay. They're putting us up overnight okay. in this hotel, and it's a lock in, and it's a free bar, and the oh. band are basically being fed and watered. So I don't know how I got a visa for this one from from my good lady wife, <laughs> but yeah, when I when I eventually surface tomorrow, yeah, it's oh dear, be, yeah, carnage. <laughs> It's going to be carnage tonight. Yeah, so I'll take a guitar, but yeah, as you say, the, vol- the volume might have to come down at some point. Uh, yeah, long. exactly. If you can uh, find it, she can find it. Can... <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had a drink for three weeks. I've been off the off the oh, yeah. trying, trying to be clean living and healthy. Yeah, so, yeah I'm going to fall oh, off the wagon. No. Yeah, in, in, <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> jump off the wagon. That's what's happening. <laughs> Jumping off the wagon, straight off the side of the cliff edge. Oh, mate. No. Yeah, so life is busy, but it's all good. How, how are you, buddy? How's yeah, things? Yeah, okay. I'm all right. I've just noticed the guitars are behind all you, the all of behind them. behind me, yeah. Hey, that looks great, doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't that look good? Doesn't that look it good? Really yeah, so does. it's fantastic. It's almost like a little history of guitars, you know, in a way. It but, is. Um, yeah, I love it. I'm really loving having them all on the wall now. And yeah. It, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it looks superb. It's great to be able to just kind of grab one down every so often and have a bit of a noodle. Um, exactly. And um, yeah, it's so great going from guitar, guitar, going from guitar to guitar, feeling the <laughs> difference and yeah. and like wow, you know, it's it's it's. You know, I've never really had that before. <laughs> Sounds weird, doesn't it? I didn't think that having more guitars would made me appreciate the difference in guitars. You know, I thought yeah. I'd just love. Having Having more guitars, um, but yeah, this week's been quiet for me because I've kind of been. You remember last week I had a bad kind of cough and stuff like you that, did, so it kind of got worse over the weekend. Ended up having to get uh, on some antibiotics with the oh, doctors. And I'm only just now today really starting to feel like I'm coming um, coming out of it and feeling oh, a lot better, but still a bit of a. Yeah. yeah, sorry to hear you were that unwell. Didn't realise. Yeah, realize but I'm feel, yeah, feeling okay now. Feeling feeling a lot better. Good, good. Still have a bit of a lingering cough, but you know it's getting there. Um, but this week, um, <laughs> this man, you you set this challenge. Again. You set I this did. challenge. Do you know what? And I thought it'd be easy. I thought yeah, this would was, just it, be. A, it it, oh, it wasn't tough. totally easy until I, I mean, for, I don't know about for you, but for me, I kind of um, took an approach which kind of made it easy in a way. Okay. Um, That's, that, yeah, it sounds like you had to, well, well I think, I think, a better I think, approach then. I think I learned from, do you remember when we, we were just talking, weren't we, at the beginning about the pub right. rig, the, you know, first, first pub guitar rig for 800 quid, yes. you know, that we did yes. a few episodes back. Um, and I, I took the approach there of thinking, right, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to see what I can spend my 800 pounds on in terms of, mm-hmm. can I get everything? So I'm down to the cases and the, and the guitar yeah, leads yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. 
and I and I kind of came out of that thinking that was a bit of a mistake, really. Maybe it was best to assume I've got all the secondary components, and really the the budget is for them, the primary things, the guitar <laughs> and the amp, which is kind of the approach you took, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And you ended up with a way better rig than mine, you know. <laughs> so I've kind of taken that approach this time. So even though we've got okay. now like five thousand pounds, yeah. I was thinking. I'm just going to do the primary components here, you know, amp, guitar, yeah. pedal, whatever. Um, but I've got to say, you know, I was kind of thinking about this and I thought, five, you know, £5,000 is a lot of money. But even if you're just a semi-pro guitarist who's mm-hmm. kind of working maybe as a guitar teacher and, yeah. you know, gigging on weddings and stuff at the weekend, you know, so it's your full-time day job, professional guitarist, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you're not kind of like a session pro or anything like that. You know, you're just your average yeah. Joe guitarist. Five grand still doesn't get you a huge amount does it in terms of you know I mean you can get professional quality equipment but we're still talking off the shelf standard stuff really for a lot of it when you look at a full rig yeah it was a weird price point I I realise in hindsight now um, because it's definitely enough money to get you a really good gigging rig Mm. Um, I mean like I, I go out with a rig that is probably what guitar Maybe and the pedal board and amp and cables probably not not probably three and a half to four grand yeah yeah as 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 a rig anyway right yeah. but there's some compromises on my rig there's yeah. bits where I've had to choose and some stuff that I'm just not comfortable taking out and gigging so because it's either cost too much or whatever so it's a, but it's a decent amount but I'd lured myself into the into the, into thinking it was loads of money mm. and enough to get whatever I wanted so I started to kind of go dream rig mentality like if yeah if, but then you realize actually it's not enough money to buy your ultra dream guitar you need a workhorse guitar but yeah, yeah so it, and then uh, and hey look i took you I, I took the opposite approach that i did last time so i followed your <laughs> approach <laughs> so we don't talk about these things during the week no, and then dude, these, wonder, this these wonderful thing. moments happen so i've taken your approach now and i've literally costed out everything everything from, pa- oh, from patch no. cables to pedal board seriously. to everything yeah now i've gone seriously if i was going to give somebody advice to say you've got five grand i will get you like because this would never happen right because obviously in the real world it would be exactly as you described which yeah. is someone would have some basic equipment already right yeah you know some cables and leads but i've assumed that this is a guitarist who has lost everything let's say through theft or a house fire right. or whatever and has has nothing yeah. right yeah. The, 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 the the slate is clean yeah the, the paper is blank and it's like right you got a five grand check from the insurance company and you've got to build your rig again. Where would you start? And I was thinking in my mind, where would I start again? Because mm. also, I've, and I don't know if you found, well, you you kind of wiped your slate clean a little while ago, didn't you? And, and revamped everything. Yeah. But I feel like I've gone down a route now where I'm kind of like, I've pursued that route. So unless I kind of sell everything and start again, uh, I've kind of yeah. chosen some. So I'm kind of thinking, well, if I could do it again, and if I did have to start again, what would I do now differently? Yeah, uh, so, that's a good point, though, yeah. because because I I felt the first thing I had to do as well was put myself in a particular mindset rather than just <laughs> have yeah. a spending spree, right? And it's interesting that you've right. chosen that right. mindset of kind of if if I had to start again, you've you've chosen like a reason why you would start again, you know, like a, yeah. you know some kind of theft or you know you've got to pay out and you've got to go out. And spend that now on replacing things and I kind of took a similar approach of I was kind of like what if I just come out of 
Let's say I've just come out of college. Yeah. And I'm I thought trying you were to say prison sure. now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I thought you were. Yeah, give me more credit than that. Okay. Come on. I, anyway. I, I do. You're the most honourable person I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what if I just come out of college, music school or something, and I'm starting my own function band and teaching business and stuff like that, and I'm, yeah, and I'm thinking I'm just going to take out maybe like a, a small business loan or something mm-hmm. like that to to to, to improve my equipment. Yeah. So that I can say to myself, I'm I'm ready, I'm equipped and ready for any situation That's now it. as a musician. That that um that you know that I that I you know I don't have that situation now. Maybe I've got you know a couple of cheap strats or something and uh-huh. an old blues deluxe. And may, maybe what I want to be able to do is be able to say more confidently that that I can I can say yes to more complex musical situations, and I can right. I can you know I can what can I do if I I can afford a five thousand pound loan currently you know with my students that i have and i'm going to build that business what am i yeah. going to buy my, that's kind of the yeah. mindset i took that's, that's cool right yeah. great similar and, um, similar thing yeah, yeah exactly that kind of what what you know i've i'm setting a budget and i want to be able to achieve as much as possible with that budget but with that kind of career aspect in mind kind of thing do you know what i mean i'm a yeah i'm a talented hard-working qualified yeah. musician and i want to keep my door open to as many opportunities as possible to work as a musician for other people kind of thing that's the kind of approach i took really sorry to interrupt this fascinating conversation but if you've made it this far then maybe you should subscribe to the guitar smarts podcast go and do that now and then come right back to the show Exactly. And I had that in mind as well, buddy, which is this has to be a rig that is a really good gigging rig that you can take out, do your function gigs, do your wedding gigs, do your pub yeah. gigs, get in the studio with if you need to, but as a working guitarist, right? It's not it's yeah. not a rig it's not a rig where I would <clears throat> just go, Oh well that that's just a lovely guitar that I'd like to keep at home and, and treasure and, and have on the wall and stuff like that because and it's just far too pretty or valuable to take out and um, and gig with this is this is a working rig yeah yeah absolutely so so shall we so, start yeah <laughs> well we've taken very different approaches haven't we so yeah, yeah i think so i think so i think um where yeah. did you start then where did you where did you go right the first thing i'm going to build my rig around is this well did you just go i got five grand i'm going to go and look at all the shiny guitars and see see what, what yeah what I, get kind five of, grand. Um, I kind of kind of started looking at guitars first um and then kind of yeah i know <laughs> but you know what i did you know what i did yeah. i had something yeah. ringing in my ears from a couple of podcasts ago when we were talking okay. about um we were talking about guitars and you mentioned that you were talking to demo about you know what guitars do you really need and you both uh-huh. agreed immediately a strat with a humbucker <laughs> and that's been ringing in my ears i kind of thought it's so true you know you can mm-hmm. cover 95 percent of the entire you know musical requirements with a with a decent strat with a humbucker yeah so so i started looking for um tell you what do you know what i've, I've got a little powerpoint so i'm gonna <laughs> it's okay but i've got an excel spreadsheet got any... <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen this is how seriously i took this yeah. apologies to our <laughs> listeners who because we're still an audio only podcast you can't see the power of our um powerpoint <laughs> things like that 
Uh, let's let's share this. So let me know when you can see this. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this yeah. is the this is the guitar I went for. This is yeah. this is uh, from currently available at Guitar Guitar in the UK. Yeah. Other, other stores are available, obviously, but I tend yeah. to search the website a lot. Do you know what? Because they've got a very easy website to navigate. It's a good filtering system on there, it's isn't fantastic it? Fantastic. Select system, what yeah. you want and narrow it down. I I agree with you. That's yeah, right. gear, for, gear for music as well has a very really good gear uh, for music. Is great. Uh, I mean, uh, and, I think Anderton's have searching. a brilliant stock of guitars but I find yes, the website do. glitches really quite a lot but mm. that's, that's mm. uh, anyway um, so I, I decided on this this is a Fender American Professional 2 Strat so yeah. not the ultra <clears throat> range not the top end sure. off the shelf non-custom shop guitars but the next one down Fender American Pro Strat Miami Blue Rosewood Fingerboard and nice. I just thought that is going to be a great workhorse again single coil single coil humbucker two point tremolo um, it's got a, I think it's got a, a, a hybrid radius, compound radius, sorry. Compound radius, yeah. Uh, fretboard, so nice and flat, going to a little bit Lovely. more rounded in the top end. Um, really great pickups. I can't remember what the, um, the the name of the pickups are. I was looking at them last night, but it's a really, really well specced out guitar. You know, lots of comforts, you know, like the heel on the body is rounded off. Like you know, that, yeah. so there's, it's that mod- more modern strap for a professional guitarist. And I thought, I really like the colour of it as well. That kind of light blue is really cool. Um, and 1500 quid, I thought, that's not bad really for a US made professional strap. That'll, that'll take Absolutely. me a long way. Yeah, I went, I, you know what, I, I went and had a look at strats as well. Yeah. For the same reason that we discussed, which is all you need is a strap with a humbucker on the bridge. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't find an expensive enough strap to utilize this budget. Well, yeah. that's why I went for two guitars. So this is why you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I went for two guitars, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back. I tell you what, let me take you through my entire rig, and then we'll that's jump great. onto yours. Okay, that's so great. we start with the guitar, but it's yeah. gonna be no surprise to you that the audio, the you know, the sound making part, other than the instrument, you know, the amp and whatnot, mm-hmm. that the fir- that the you know the first thing I went for was a you know a modelling. Yeah digital setup I've not gone here for like an expensive handmade Fender amp or anything like that no I've decided to go for what is probably the most powerful modeler on the market the Neural DSP Quad Cortex for a number of reasons that is a lot of money £1,600 for, you know, um, for, for basically a digital guitar amp, for a fake guitar amp. Yeah. But it does everything, you know, that we've spoken about before that the Helix does. Um, it's They sound fantastic. There's some really cool routing options as well. It's got so many different inputs and outputs that, you know, I could run two guitars through it. You know, I wouldn't have to have, mm. if I've mm. got a two guitar rig, I don't have to unplug one and plug another one in. Okay. I could have one rig for uh, one guitar and another rig Ooh. for the second guitar guitar both working mm. at the same time i just need to pick one Great. guitar up or the other which Great. is cool um you know the other thing you can do with it is you can integrate um usb devices into the signal chain so if i've got you know for example when i'm practicing at home i use a program called positive grid bias fx <laughs> Yeah. which is kind of the same thing you got in your spark amp, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I wanted to with a quad cortex, if there was a particular sound I wanted to gig on positive grid, I can take my laptop with me, I can plug into the quad cortex and I can program my quad cortex to send my guitar out of the USB and, and receive it back from the USB through the plugin and then output it into my FRFR amp or into the PA system and it would be nice. completely latency free. So it's like the most modern of modern ways of getting all 
all the guitar sounds you could possibly want. And the mm-hmm. other thing that this does, which Helix doesn't do and Kemper doesn't do, um, sorry, that um, Fractal doesn't do. I don't believe Fractal does this, but like the Kemper, this is a profiling uh, guitar unit okay. as well. So if there's right, a, if, right. if, if one day in the future I do find that I buy myself a really nice Fender Deluxe amp or something mm-hmm. that I don't want to take out gigging, I can use a microphone to create a profile of that amp and then I yeah. can have that amp digitally replicated in the quad exactly. cortex wow. and still take that out. And so that's why I went for this because I kind of thought this is, this is my way within a certain budget of being able to, like I said, say yes mm. to more mm. musical situations, right? I can take a quad cortex to any studio session you wanted, any kind of live situation you wanted and be able to get the sounds I wanted. So that's, that's, that's my number one choice. Instead of a pedal board, I've gone for another, I don't think I'll ever go back by the way. I don't think you will based on this choice. Yeah. No, I don't think I, I don't think I ever will. I don't, I, no. But my but then I've gone for two boss katanas. <laughs> what you probably think? Why have you gone for? And I'll tell you why. It's because the boss katana has a power amp input, which is completely yeah. separate from the preamp stage and any effect okay. stage. So if I wanted to, oh, I can take funny. my neural DSP out and yeah. two of these tiny lightweight little one hundred watt Merc two combos and have a fantastic yeah. sounding stereo effects rig stereo yeah. rig through the boss katanas or if I want to go down to a jam I can grab my yeah. guitar and I can grab my katana and that's it and just take those two yeah exactly so I was kind of like so I've got my expensive neural DSP mm-hmm. I've got for for just under 700 pounds there I can buy myself two boss katana 100 watts one by 12s wow. but I can still take those out and use them separately and if yeah. my neural DSP dies on me suddenly for whatever reason or crashes just go plug straight into a, a boss Genius. katana so I'm kind of like, okay, this is a pretty, pretty good standalone rig here. Um, and I got to the point here where I was kind of like, I've got enough money now for a, for a second guitar, just over a grand left over after that Strat, the new DSP. Mm, mm. What am I going to go for? And I went for this. And Oh, hello. The reason I went for this is this <laughs> bit here. So I've gone for, for our listeners again, you can't see this, um, a PRS SE Hollow Body 2. PHO, nice. Peacock Blue and Smoke Burst. So this is a, this is now more of a Les Paul kind of, um, yeah. uh, you know, scale yeah. length, double humbucker. You know, it's a PRS guitar, but it's hollow body. And crucially, it's got PHO pickup in the bridge. So now I can use this as my second guitar, a bit more Amazing. of a rock machine. It's hollow yeah. body, so I can probably approximate some jazz tones a little bit more. For sure. And if I want to, I can use the output from the piezo pickup to go into the second input of my neural DSP and I can have a second rig in my yeah. neural DSP that's purely for acoustic guitar sounds. Amazing. And now, and so now I'm kind of like, I've, I've bought four things, well five technically because it's two katanas and I'm thinking, I think I've probably got 99% of all possible sounds I could ever need to get out of that rig and that's it. That's my rig. And then, then the total it comes to is £4,945. Oh, bang on. Pretty much Mate, enough for that lunch, is, lunch and a couple of beers <laughs> that is absolutely superb honestly I, well, I, I don't think I can beat that approach I think uh, you know it, every base is covered from a studio session to a to a professional gig to a pub gig to a jam night uh you got a couple of different things going on there guitar wise yeah. which gives you that versatility 
Um, I think that's that's great. I mean, you will literally need a a, a PhD in in <laughs> uh, physics or engineering to program that neural DSP. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. It takes some time and some experience, you know. Which your brain will be able to cope with. I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I'm I'm literally just intimidated at the mm. thought of a sixteen hundred pound uh, modelling effects unit floor based uh, stomp box. Effectively, just in terms of, I mean, the sound quality of it must be incredible, uh, and all those features that you've spoken about, right through to the profiling elements of it and all the effects built in. It just sounds amazing. I don't know what's happened. Maybe I'm getting older, though. It just fills me with anxiety. I'm like, oh, man, the the days, weeks, years I would lose going down the rabbit hole of configurations man. and settings and patches. And <laughs> but, I mean, but that's what guitar is all about, right? That constant quest for tone. And yeah, and do you know yeah. what? Do you know what happens? And then you go down that rabbit hole, and then a year later they release like new software and say, oh, hey. <laughs> We've got like oh, three, we've we've done three more delay types for you, and hey, here's two new amplifiers that sound great too, and and this is because Neural DSP are a software company as well as a hardware company. All yeah. the time they're developing these new software plugins for guitar amplifiers, oh, and you know people like Corey Wong have their own plugins and stuff. Those yeah. things then just get transferred as software into the into yeah. the Neural DSP floor unit, so you can access all of the software sounds in the same unit in a live situation. It's just a no-brainer to me. You know, you know it really yeah. is. It's, I'm such a convert. I'm so yeah. such a convert from the analog world to yeah. the digital world. I really am. It's, it's, it's. I feel it's. I got to say, it's, it's almost liberating to yeah. have. I mean, you, you talk about the anxiety of being able to kind of program these things in. Um, it's so simple. It mm. Really, is simple. You know, that's just user interface design. It's not. That's something entirely different. And and where this is where people like Line Six and Fractal and Kemper and, and um, you know, Neural DSP have become so successful is arguably not just because of the sounds they're able to, cre- to create. I mean, you could you could even say really that it's easy now with the with the quality of computing that's available, the power of computers. You see, it's almost easy to digitally recreate the sound of, of analog equipment now. What's difficult is to present it in a usable way. And that's where these people have made their investments, right? They've invested heavily in user interface face design so that people like you and I can pick one of these machines up and go, okay, how do I get a sound going? Okay, it's just pretty straightforward, you know. So that's my question. That's my that's my question to you, right? Does it fit, is it anywhere near the intuitiveness, if that's a word? Yeah. Have you had that experience with the Helix or what you envisage would be from this neural DSP as a as a, a piece of technology from Apple, where they deliberately do not include a product manual with it because they know it's that intuitive that you can pick it up and, and figure it out? Yeah, on the surface, yes. So if I was okay. to give you a Helix and no manual, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and, and if and I was to turn it on so that when it turns on, it's on a new preset with nothing on, yeah. I think you would pretty quickly be able to work some work a send out. It's not so intu- it's not so intuitive that, you know, it takes no thought at all. You will you know, and there are some things that um when you when you learn them you go, Oh, okay, this makes sense, but you're probably not mm-hmm. gonna pick them up mm-hmm. straight away. But it certainly doesn't need you to sit there and read through a manual 
from front to back before you can even touch the thing. Um, the, the, you know, like my helix, for example, is, is so simple. I mean, the way that everything's laid, it's laid out. You see your signal path on the screen from literally right. from left to right. You can see what your signal's going through. It's like as if you're looking at a pedal board. If you want, you can, yeah. you can, yeah. if you want, you can position things as if it's a pedal board right. so that it makes more sense to you. I guess you these know. companies have got to do that in this day and age, right? In order to, to, yeah. to get the traction with it. I mean, the modeling technology in terms of the sound yeah. and can, you know, the, the, the being convincing that it is an authentic, proper, you know, sound is, has moved yeah. on leaps, leaps and bounds. But I guess there must be, I tell you why I'm asking these, these inane questions is one, because I know how super bright you are and how, much aptitude you have for the, the technical elements of sound engineering and thank you uh, and digital equipment well, you do right I, I i'm not a luddite in this area i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm i do like my gadgets and, and technology and stuff and, and i'm definitely not stuck in the dark ages when it comes to embracing new technology but i do remember the pod xt that i still own and gigged for a while as a great piece of gear, but just remembering that learning curve and mm. that transition of having to really understand how to fully utilize a uh, piece of kit like that to do what I wanted it to and to, and to get those convincing sounds. Now, obviously, the world has moved on by 20 years. Um, so not only is the modeling technology in terms of sound that much better, but from what you're saying, also the level of user interface and you know accessibility is better because that's the thing that just fills me with like oh, i don't i just want to be able to to play without mm-hmm. having to constantly worry of like okay have i got my yeah. all these patches sorted and you know and there's, and there's nothing more out of the way than, than a normal guitar amp and a pedal board, right? Actual <laughs> right. physical knobs to turn. You know, you just yeah. have an on switch and you know yeah. when you've pressed standby on and, and on and you're plugged yeah. in and your volume, if you, if you can't hear anything, you turn one knob to the right and it's, yeah. it's, there's nothing more intuitive than, than a, you know, maybe that's why, maybe that's a factor to people loving the analog stuff more. A lot of people say it's the sound, but maybe it's also usability. Um, but anyway, let's, let's not go too deep down that rabbit okay. hole. Let's okay. talk about, yeah, yeah. take me through your rig now. So, <laughs> okay. so I've, I've just done my, you know, I've gone into guitar shop. I've spent just nearly 5,000 pounds on four things, but four things that like, like morph and transform into six, <laughs> you know, 36 different yeah, things no. based on the combinations that's that it, you yeah. could. So that's smart. That's really, that's really smart. Uh, yeah. For very expensive, very, yeah. you know, very smart investment as, as well, mate. <laughs> you know, this is the philosophy, like buy, you know, buy it right the first time, spend the money and then you yeah. won't be buying it again. And I think that's what you've done. You've bought high quality, pieces of gear that are going to be versatile adaptable and 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 you know really stand the test of time and, and give you the sound you want which is great yeah so in, in in true in true uh opposite style i've gone for how much gear can i buy for <laughs> ah, that's brilliant <laughs> which is completely missing the point of having this type of budget i think you've taken the right approach but let me take you through my rig and i haven't gone completely cheapskate let's 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 uh let's put that to, to, to bed straight away i have spent some money in, in the right places i think right i need to share my screen with you buddy so you can see um okay some of the things i'm talking about so hopefully okay. you can see my blue screen right I can see your. I can see a spreadsheet. 
Don't look at the spreadsheet. Don't look at the spreadsheet. Don't look at the spreadsheet. Don't look at the spreadsheet. Right, okay, here you go. Okay. So I, st- I didn't start with the guitar. Okay. Because I, st- I, st- I, 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 I wanted to save that, that little pleasure to the last. Okay. With, safe in the knowledge that I knew how much money I had to then spend on the guitar. Right. So I started okay. with, I, does that, if that makes any sense, right? it was almost like delaying the, the, the most enjoyable part because I was like, right, I've got to get all this other stuff sorted. Yeah. Because uh, when, when I did this with Matt last time, you went down to the level of patch cables yeah. and <laughs> spectrum. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to get told off if I don't do this properly. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through all of that. I'm not going to bore, oh, bore our no. listeners with all of that. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I've enjoyed it. Uh, but I thought I'll, I'm going to start with the amp. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get that sorted first and then I'm going to build around it with the other stuff that I'll need to make to make it all work okay so well, well right welcome to my new amp no way seriously <laughs> yes what i do that's what i do if i could start again you'd go for an that, you'd go for one of these okay tell yeah, tell, yeah, tell them tell the listeners yeah. they put them out of their misery what what have you shown me i've shown you a pedal you've shown and me it, a pedal not an I've amp i've shown you a pedal not an amp i've got i would go for the strymon iridium right okay yeah and so, i've thought about this i've thought about this why there's a number of reasons, right? Okay. First, first and foremost is sound mm-hmm. quality, right? And having done the modeling thing back in the day, not nowadays and um, with the Helix stuff, but already expressing to you the level of anxiety that I have with something so programmable and so customizable that it gets, it gets a bit in, in my, in my headspace and in the way of what I want to try to do. Yeah. That's my, that's my own personal weirdness. I want to still try and keep it relatively simple. So I, I do want to have a pedal board and I want to get that really lovely amp sound. Mm. And I'm seeing the pro guitarist doing this now with the Iridium and ditching the amp, mm. um, ditching the heavy valve amp. And that's the other thing. Mm. The more the more I'm gigging now, even lugging around my um, Blues Deluxe, it's a heavy piece of kit. Yeah. And I've had to carry that across like football fields from one end to the other because there's no access to the stage at the back of the the, the venue. So you've got to park yeah. on the other side and there's no trolleys to take your gear. So you're literally carrying this thing for like 500 meters. And it's, you think, why, why there's got to be a better way. And I think this is, I think this is the better way. Right. So if I could start again, I would build my, my platform around this. Excellent. Um, so that's, that's where I'd start. It's a, um, it's an amp in a pedal and it's a, and it's a very versatile piece of kit. And am, I, am, am I right in saying that, you know, friends of the show, um, Matt Lake um, yeah. and his yeah. demo, demo demo's well. gone that way. He's gone, gone that way now as well. Way. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and you've heard these guys, right? And it sounds, uh, sounds good. It sounds great. It sounds really, really so good. There you go, proof in the pudding, right? Yeah. It convinced me. Especially like, those really? guys, you know, I mean, not, not, uh, sorry, not to discredit you as the fantastic no, no, guitarist no. that you are, but you know, if, if people like Matt Lake and, and Damien logic um you know whose career it is to do this stuff and you exactly know, that's the difference are, right you and i are non-professional guitarists that's we do it. it on the side of our day job and and, um, and these guys are pros and they're doing it then yeah. that yeah. is that's that's a that's a big yeah. thumbs up they, they have amps and i've spoken to them about this you know they've got some lovely amps Matt yeah. particularly you know he's got you know, fender basements and all kinds yeah. of beautiful beautiful stuff which he still loves playing through but i've spoken to them both about this and they're like 
honestly, we keep those amps because we like the knowledge that we have an amp and it's nice to, but in terms of gigging, taking this out, sound difference, usability, they're just like, this is the way, this is the way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And and if I'm talking about a proper working gigging rig and what I would do, I'd go down this route. So I'm I'm not going to sell my Blues Deluxe. There's too much history there with it and and I love it. But if if I didn't have oh, that history, and, so I, was I'd the get it. was the Blues Deluxe not stolen as part of the insurance claim? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> in, in, in my false uh, house fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, I get it. You just got the police report, didn't you? Oh, Somebody no, stole you, it. You know? You've been watching too much of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial this week. I felt like I was under cross examination. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I oh, thought dear. I thought you said earlier that you had a house Hang fire. On a what? second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, so that's so that's where I'm going, mate. Cool. I'm putting that on a pedal board, right? Excellent. Which will then be no surprise to you uh, that uh, I, I I have then built a pedal board, okay. right? Uh, so uh, that's where I went next. Uh, right. like the, the Strymon Iridium is going on the board, yeah. Uh, so I am going to then build a, a pedal board around that. So okay. actually, hold on before we before I went there. I decided that, um, like, like in a similar way that you went, I thought, right, I'm going to need some fallback or I'm going to need um, some sort of monitoring so that uh, I have got the option, if I want to, of uh, playing smaller gigs or just having, like, the ability to hear my own guitar sound, right? Because these, the, the, the Strymon's designed to ideally run into a PA, right? So that's yeah. all taking care of the front of house stuff. So I've also um, plumped for one of the Alto uh, TrueSonic TS 310s. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so so we've got the 8-inch version, right? You've got the Head Rush, which yeah. is a, a, a similar similar thing. And I've got the 8-inch TS 308 as my foldback that I use. Mm-hmm. Lovely piece of kit. Really good, like 2,000 watts. Really nicely made, mm-hmm. super durable. I've gone for the ten inch version just just to have that additional kind of I guess low end yeah. because I'm not just using it as fold back uh, in this hypothetical rig as I am with my 308 in real life. I would then be able to take this 310 if I wanted to to a jam night or to a practice session. There's plenty of like volume in it and just plug directly into that from the Iridium with the with the cab simulation yeah. And, have, yeah. and have that as a as, a, as an amp or in a full-on gig situation, have it as my as my fold back as well. Great idea. Yeah. So so I've got I've got my pedal, but I've also got my little um, full range speaker as well, so that I've, I can I can have an amp of of sorts. But you know, for those depth gigs and things where all that's taken care of, uh, I just leave the alto at home and just take the pedal board. Awesome. So then I built a, a pretty a pretty straightforward pedal board, but you'll be pleased to know. Well, it did appear on there, and then I had a word with myself <laughs> and took it off. The first thing I wrote down, what was the first pedal I wrote down on my five thousand pound gig rig pedal board? Is it a Wawa pedal? Oh, that, well, that would that yeah, you do you you, you do know me. It would it would have been that was the second pedal I wrote down. Oh, so, okay. So so yeah, you still get some bonus points there. That was the second pedal. Is it what your wish it? wish? Which was it? It was. 
<laughs> I got five thousand oh. pounds to spend on a pedal board, and the first pedal, other than my Strymon Redeem, I put on there is a forty a bucks wish dot com clone clone. All right, look, that is a wicked pedal. It's brilliant, but yeah. I took it off and went. Hold on, you got some money to spend here. Spend it. <laughs> So the uh, uh, Seriatone Centura. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so that's like, that's like regarded as the the one to go for, right? The closest, yeah. the closest to exactly. the original clone. Okay. Closest to the original clone. Wow. Uh, original clone. It is a clone. Uh, it's not cheap. It's two hundred and fifty, two hundred and fifty bucks. So yeah. Um, we're, we're getting through the money already. The Strymon is three hundred and forty-five. Yeah. The uh, alto fold back is three hundred and forty-two. Yeah. Uh, so now we're getting into the pedals. The the, the clon clone, the best one you can get is two hundred and fifty bucks already. Yeah. Um, so then I'm going to rattle through these at, at a pace. I, I then went for a Polytune Mini, seventy bucks. Yeah. Cry ba- Baby Wah pedal, seventy mm-hmm. bucks. MXR Super Distortion pedal. Uh, fans of the show will know I love that pedal. It's yeah. basically my Marshall JCM eight hundred in a in a box or a Silver Jubilee in a box. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Eighty nine uh, pounds for all your Guns and Roses tones in one pedal. It is awesome. Uh, I I went for a tube. Screamer Mini, nice. Uh, 50, 55 bucks. Nice. nice to see the little green green goblin on the on the pedal board. It's, <laughs> it's got to be there. Uh, I need some reverb because I haven't got a, I haven't gotten out with reverb in it now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I bought the Hall of Fame Reverb Mini. Nice. 84, 84 quid. Good choice. I've had that pedal before. Fantastic you have, reverb. Pedal. You loved it. That's yeah. why I bought it. Because you just said it was the best reverb pedal that you'd ever bought. And, well, it, could, and, it, could, it could be any reverb pedal. It could. Yeah. It, you could connect up to it with your USB connection and just choose any TC Electronic reverb. Which, yeah. if you know TC Electronic, there's not many people that make better reverbs than than those guys. Studio quality reverbs. You could have any of them in there. You can even use an app on your phone to change the yeah. sound through your pickups. You know, it, it's such an incredible pedal. That Hall of Fame Mini, absolutely incredible reverb. There you go. And so eighty four. <laughs> Well, you, you, you sold it to me years ago, mate, and I heard you play it, and I was just like, that's a cracking reverb. That yeah. is really nice. Um, so, yeah, I put one of those on the board. Um, Aquapus uh, Delay. Uh, oh, way huge. Way huge pedals. We love way huge yeah. stuff. The Aquapus, Maya uses it. It's just, it, yeah. uh, it's a great, it's a great, that's a great delay pedal. Um, it's a lovely, uh, what else did I go for? Oh yeah. It's the TC electronics, uh, spark mini boost for kicking good into choice, solos. We, we've spoken about it. It's big one of fan. the, show, yeah, we'll pick that momentary function is genius. Whoever yeah, decided yeah. why doesn't every boost pedal have that? Yeah. Seriously. Simple. Why doesn't simple every boost little usable pedal features like that make all the difference? Uh, MXR analog chorus, 99 bucks. Yeah. Uh, just wanted a nice analog chorus on there. And, uh, I bought a pedal train two, a voodoo labs power supply, mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of good patch cables. So, so far I have spent 1,878 great nice. British pounds. So, so you're now looking at a budget of around three grand three for grand. a guitar. That okay. left me three grand for a guitar. Okay. Uh, so I was just like, okay, it's time to go shopping for a guitar for three oh, grand. That's, that's, that's a meaty budget to have for a guitar, isn't it? That's fantastic. Exactly. It's a nice budget, right? Okay, so I thought, well, this is why you are smart and I am, I am not. <laughs> 
I went, I, in my head, I went three grand. Who do I know that sells three grand guitars? And I was like, that's, well, we're now talking Gibson or PRS. And so I just, and, and I thought, well, our mantra is all you really need for gigging is a strat with a humbucker. Okay. So, so you bought a Les Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I thought, right, hold on, let's go to Fender. So I went to Fender. I went to Fender and then realised they have nothing expensive enough for my three grand. Yeah. Uh, or they have a few custom shop stuff, like which is super, super expensive, right? Mm. Which I was just like, well, that's just blowing the budget. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, let's go to PRS then. Let's have a, wandered over to the fine people of PRS. And I thought, right, three grand. We're playing in core series uh, kind of money now. Mm. I can I can go and get something, you know, even maybe private stock, maybe something really beautiful, like a real, you know, stunning piece of... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's not enough money. No, it isn't, is it? Three, three, yeah. grand, three grand's not enough money. You need to be richer than that. Well, well, actually, just just to kind of sorry to knock you off your stride here. No, so, but, please. But what at what price point does the core range of PRS USA guitars start at? About three thousand seven hundred pounds. Seriously, three hundred three thousand seven hundred ninety nine pounds. So I couldn't even Jeez. buy buy. I couldn't even you know think to myself. All right, do you know what? I know the folks at this guitar shop, or I'd call these guys up and say, "Look, can we do a deal on this? I'm going to buy all of this other stuff that I've just gone through. I'm yeah. going to spend five grand with you today. How about we 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 do one of these PRS uh, custom twenty fours at three grand? They'll be asking them to knock off a quarter of the price of it, effectively twenty five. Give me a twenty five percent discount on this PRS. Wait, maybe on a good day, but well, you could have bought a Silver Sky and then stuck a hot could. rails in the bridge. <laughs> You could, you could go and bastardise a Silver Sky. Would you want to though? Would you want to go and spend two and a half grand on a Silver Sky, then rip its guts out? No, and that's true. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That would be that would be so weird. Uh, yeah, so, so, so I started getting a bit despondent. But then okay. I thought, now hold hold on a minute. There is that uh, range of PRS guitars that's still made in Maryland. Mm. So not the SE range, mm. but the ones that are made with slightly different specs to the core series, more modest yeah. specs. It's the S2 range. Yeah. So maybe I can get something for that money. But they're still not cheap, right? No. Um, so the so I did find a PRS S2, uh, which was two grand. So I thought, okay, I can afford that. That's that's uh-huh, two grand. Uh-huh. All right, not too bad. But do you know what? The S2 range is lovely and it's a very workhorse guitar, but it's not, it's not, they're not pretty. They're not like the PRS core range where you've got those beautifully figured maple tops that just pop. They're a little bit more modest than that. Yeah, and I find that like they're a bit flat looking almost. They are the, flat. The thing I love about the, the carving, PRS is that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no carve, yeah. is there really? Whereas, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And I thought, do I want to spend two grand on an S2 guitar to say, yes, it's made out of the PRS factory in America, but it's got, it hasn't got that nice carved top that we associate with those PRS 24 guitars. Um, so I was thinking, oh, crap, what am I going to do here? Um, and then <laughs> I thought, well, hold on a minute. We've always spoken about the fact that if we're going to be out as a gigging guitarist, you need to have two guitars. <laughs> So I was just like, ah, 
Well, this should have occurred to me much earlier than it did. This occurred to me, Matt, literally, bearing in mind I've been doing my research on this for a, a way over an hour now, building the pedal board. <laughs> this, 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 this blinding insight of buy two guitars, which clearly occurred to you right from the off, only occurred to me about three minutes before I joined the, 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 the recording today. <laughs> so I had three wow. minutes to, okay. to, 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 to then take my three grand budget and go and buy two guitars. Oh. But I'm really happy with my choices because okay. this is this is obvious for me now. Which is, um, <laughs> I went and bought a Les Paul. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, Seriously? yeah, yeah, I did because <laughs> because you know I think you've got all grounds covered then, right? So okay, okay. A, a Gibson a Gibson Les Paul um, uh, classic. So yeah. with the nice sixty slim profile neck. The open humbuckers that I like. You got yeah. yourself a Gibson for eighteen hundred pounds. They're a yeah. lot cheaper than the than the standard. So I've got a Les Paul, full fat Gibson Les Paul, beautiful. And I thought, well, then I've still got some money left to go and buy buy a PRS because uh, I, I really want a PRS in this rig yeah. because then I've got the versatility of a guitar with humbuckers and single coils in it. <clears throat> yeah. So I went and got the. Um, the uh, Ezra Verde SE uh, oh. PRS, which you know I'm be- I've been coveting anyway for for quite a while. Uh, so yeah, I went and got I went and got that, uh, which I will that one that, that one. one. So this, that's a beautiful guitar. Yeah. So if you're for our listeners, go and go and check out PRS's SE Custom Twenty Four Zero Eight electric guitar in uh, Ereza Verde. Ereza yeah. Verde, um, yeah. which is just beautiful. Not green coloured. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm joking. It is, it is. <laughs> it is. It's this beautiful kind of um, really rich and kind of um, you know vibrant green guitar. Mm, mm. But you chose this because of the switching options and also its kind of capabilities, right? As a high end SE guitar, exactly. Right, exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's a high high end SE guitar. It's got the single coil switching on little toggle switches hence yeah. the the 2408 the 08 being the variations of different pickup configurations and tones you can get Ah, okay. And 24 uh, being the fret number, the fret number of frets. Number. 24 frets, custom 24. Yeah. This is that particular scale length. That's of, it. Of, cool. Okay. And eight uh, toggle switchable options for, for combining humbuckers and single coils. And and the single coil tones on it are just, just yeah. nicer. It just works better. So one of those and and one of those. Uh, yeah, you're, 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 a, you're, a, you're a zebra pickup <laughs> man through and through, aren't you? I do like the zebra pickups on the Les Paul. So, yeah, again, yeah. for our listeners here, what, what model is that? That's a Gibson USA Les Paul that Classic That's it. in Heritage Cherry Sunburst. Which actually, I, I tell you what, that's that's not a bad price mm-hmm. for a, a bona fide USA Gibson. Right, it's not your standard with the flame top or anything, but that's still yeah. a beautiful yeah. Les Paul bound on the top. It's not the that's studio, it. you know, kind of um, unrefined kind of looking thing. It's still a very I like classic a plain looking top. Lester, isn't it? I, like I love a plain top Les Paul more yeah. more sometimes than the flame tops. When you take the scratch plate off I and agree. a nice plain top, I really do like them. Um, you know, yeah, PRS has got to have that super amount of flame, but I'm not that fussed on huge flamey tops on, on Les Pauls, bizarrely enough, even though that's what everyone loves. I, I really like a plain top. Um, so, yeah, mate, that's that's my rig. Uh, and that's, that's come in at, you can see the spreadsheet now. So, 
Yeah, that's all my pedal board yeah. stuff here. That's one guitar. That's two guitars. That's some money for cases, stands, cables, etc. Yeah, four four thousand eight hundred and sixty quid. So we're pretty much there on the on the five grand. That's yeah, I'd be happy with that. That is a fantastic rig. I've got to give it to you, though. That is a superb, superb rig. I think you've got more versatile a rig than you give yourself credit for as well because of that inclusion of the Strymon Iridium. That's kind of like... That's the thing, isn't it? It's the, it's the thing at the end of your chain that gives you the option without compromise, right, of, of, yeah. of sound. So you can still go out to your normal guitar amp if you ever wanted to, um, but you can also, you know, you can do that digital uh, thing that's silent stage thing without compromising on the quality do you know what the thing i love the most about your choice though is that (laughs) is that prs i really think if you're if you're if you're if you're a guitarist out there now and you are kind of you know i want to go and get myself another guitar you know something reasonably priced something good quality Mm -hmm. i've got a couple of less i've got a couple of lesters and i you know i've i've got i'm happy with strats i don't need strats not interested in this that i don't know what to get that's the first thing i would point somebody to that that model of PRSSE, not just PRSSE guitars in general, but that particular model, because of the quality of SE guitars, we know PRS mm. PRS SE guitars, uh, they're kind of spoken of as PRS's budget guitars, but they're up there with some of the best guitars quality wise. Anyway, yeah. they're just yeah. manufactured in the Far East and to a particular standard, right? But yeah. the quality of the hardware, the, the build quality, quality of the materials and those options to have a dual humbucking guitar that can be dual single coil and proper dual single coil as well, right? It's not like some mm-hmm. kind of fake mm-hmm. single coil emulation, you know, or it's, it's properly taking that second coil, that slug coil yeah. out, isn't it? That's it. That is a serious, that's a serious guitar, serious guitar that for less than a so. grand. And, yeah. um, and I think that I think is, so. oh, look at that. That is absolutely, you shot, so I'm just looking at the other pictures now and it's like that maple neck with the rosewood fingerboard. With the rosewood board. But yeah. with, with the very lightly lacquered back of the body as well. Cause it's a, what, is that yeah. a mahogany body, but it's just very lightly. It is, it is. The only, this, and that's the only bit that bothers me about this guitar, but I would very much live with it because the rest of the guitar yeah. is so you like dark you, back guitars, don't you? Well, yeah, not not just that. <clears throat> not just that. I do like a darker back, and the core series version of this guitar has a much darker back. Yeah, but that doesn't bother me so much. And you can't really see it on this picture because um, mm. this is a stock library picture of it that I'm showing you. But the back yeah. is a three is a three piece back. Oh, is it a three piece? Right. Okay. And and on some of them, it's a very obvious three piece where you yeah. where with, with the lighter finish, which is why actually they just should have stained the back darker like and gone yeah. for a, a slightly darker um uh, finish on the back Ooh. and they could have still kept this little front bevel on the, yeah. where the cutaway is as a lighter yeah. piece to tie in with the binding because it's got this light kind of binding that goes all the way around yeah. the edge of the, the guitar anyway and they could have just kept, gone a few shades darker on the back to obscure that three piece but you know I'm being picky for what is a, a, a really honestly if it was me I would pick this over the S2 American made version because they are they are doing 
an American-made version of this in the S2 range, but it really? hasn't got the... Yeah, it's the, but there's some differences. They have, for the American one, the, these aren't available yet, the American-made um, 2408s. They're, they're, they're coming out soon. And they've brought yeah. the price down from... So it's a... It's a. Um, uh, it hasn't got the carve on it. It hasn't got the carve. Got on it. it. Which got it. It's got that flat, flat top on it, which yeah. I think is. I think is yeah. Arguably, not, it's got to have nice. the carve. Some. Yeah. Ki- it's got to have some kind of carve. That's the appeal yeah. to me yeah. of this guitar, right? It's kind of like yeah. that's what the thing I've always loved about PRS is it's kind of it looks like a strap being born out of the mm. bottom of a Gibson. You know what I mean? That's it's kind it. of that's, that's the beauty of a PRS. It's yeah. this is the best of the the best of the you know the people who do you like a strap? Do you like a Les Paul? Well, the PRS is meant to be the middle that's ground it. between the two. That's it's got to it. have that carve on it though. It does. What's the wood choice? Is it still rosewood fretboard on this? Uh, I want to say it's something else, actually, and I can't remember. Uh, let me have a look at the specs, and we will see. Neck has got... Oh, no, it is rosewood. You're ah, right. right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so top wood is maple, it's, and it's a veneer. This yeah. beautiful thing that we're looking at is a, is a veneer. It's, it's a veneer, uh, but it's probably, quite a, it's probably quite a decent veneer. It's like a some, decent veneer. Some veneers yeah. are still a very thin cutting of proper flame maple, aren't they? So it's probably yes. still that, but some it veneers is. are a photographic cover the, that yeah. goes over... Yeah. Uh, yeah. like a, a, a less attractive piece of wood. So the, yeah, for these maybe. PRSs, it'll be a very thin shaving of actual maple, won't it? It is, yeah. exactly that. So it's still a maple cap with a flamed maple veneer yeah. bonded yeah. to each other. So you've still got that consistency of the fact it's maple. Yeah. Um, but rather than a full flamed cap, yeah. um, it's, a, it's a veneer. But to be, you know, honestly, have a look at some of the reviews and stuff online for this. People are just like, you can't even tell. It's got a three-dimensional quality yeah. to the veneer yeah. because it's that it's that good um but yeah it's a road it's a proper rosewood board i was thinking they might have gone for something else yeah um that approximates rosewood um but it's not it is rosewood well there you go i I, I offer you my sincere congratulations there kieran i think that is a superb rig i think that's absolutely fantastic um great great guitar choices are you surprised me and not surprised me at the same time (laughs) because it's entirely it's entirely kieran to a choice a Gibson Les Paul yeah. but I didn't think you'd choose a Gibson Les Paul because you, got your, cause you got your strat stolen so by the fact yeah, that you got, your, you got your strat right. stolen you know you got one less strat but you, <laughs> you've replaced it with another Les Paul and, uh, well I've, re- I've replaced the strat with a PRS that's true you've replaced the strat with a PRS yeah, and bonus and yourself and, and, a Gibson. And bonus myself. I go, oh, I, can, I can still get a Les Paul. I can always get a Les Paul. <laughs> I know. And all, and, and all I Les know. always get a Les Paul. But you know what it has actually made me seriously think about is, I mean, even though this is hypothetical, yeah. and I would, you know, advise anybody that was looking, as you said, leaving college, wanted, had a chunk of money and was about to set themselves up on a career or, or heaven forbid, somebody mm. needed to start again because they'd had all their gear nicked and they got an insurance check. I would seriously say consider either one of uh, the two rigs that we've put together and decide for whether sure. you want to go for the purely digital route, which has all of the virtues that you've described, or more of a hybrid uh, mm-hmm. kind of route that I've gone. Interesting that both of us have gone ampless. Well, actually, no, we haven't because you've got the katanas. I said, yeah, there we go. Same. Oh, there's, there's, I think it's. The, yeah. I think I think the best thing to to do here is to the best bit of advice we can give to someone now is to say, don't take out a five thousand pound loan. <laughs> 
take out £10,000 and buy both rigs. Get ev- buy everything. Just buy everything we've said today. All four guitars, because that's a strat. Two, two PRSs. Two PRSs. And a Les Paul. One, yeah. one PRS with piezo pickups and the hollow body. Yeah. And then you've yeah. got a modelling setup. You've got a more classic pedal board with, you know, a silent um, output. Yeah. And you've just got everything. You've got everything you can ever need. Ten grand buys you everything you need. Ten grand buys you everything you ever need. Everything you ever need. need. Yeah. But it will never. It will still never be enough because you'll still go and cover four guitars. It will never it be will enough. Be. So what are we doing next week, Karen? Ten thousand uh, pound <laughs> guitar <laughs> <rig> challenge. <laughs> <laughs> might have got a head start on this one. Mate. You might have got a head start on this one. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to ruminate over the weekend and never think about my, my, without going too deep, not all my life choices, but mostly this choice around the Strymon Iridium and whether that is the way forward now. And, yeah. uh, and I go down that route. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to listen, I'm going to listen to, to, uh, to Damien's rig again tonight and, and see if that's the way forward. Yeah. I'm going to have to lug an amp around. Hmm. Mm. Thought. It's a boon. Definitely yeah. a boon. Yeah. You've gone it. You've gone that route. You've gone. Oh, every time I'm doing multiple trips to the car for setup, and at the end of the night, I I have your voice resonating in my head, which is I just want life to be simple and be able to go to and from the car in one or two trips. I, I literally yeah. have to do about four trips, mate. But after mic stands and everything yeah, else, yeah, I, I, like I still do mine like too. But just to be leisurely, you know, <laughs> just to keep it simple. Just keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. That's you. I know. Right. There we go. We better leave it there for today, mate. Yeah, that absolutely, was, that mate. Was, that was super fun. That was, that was great fun. fun. I feel replenished and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm ready to play guitar all weekend, Good which man. I'm not going to get the chance to do. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. you got too much uh, lawn mowing to do. Too much lawn mowing to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Conversation. Have a great weekend, pal. Yeah, you too, mate. I will speak to you soon. Yeah, cheers. All the best, mate. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. What do you think? What what would you have done with £5,000? Would you have spent it differently? Would you have bought more guitars? Would you have bought more amps? Would you have done a more traditional setup? Something less digital maybe for for Matt or something a little bit more traditional for Kieran? Who knows? It's such a fascinating thing to do. I really recommend you do it yourself because hypothetically it gets you thinking about different scenarios and maybe what you would do if you you were in that situation yourself. Anyway, as always thanks for listening Um, come back in another couple of weeks time for the next Guitar Smarts podcast and until then take care bye bye